Hey, this is Jewel Bejavarpu, and you're listening to the Fertility Life Coach Podcast, episode 26. Welcome to the Fertility Life Coach Podcast, a show for smart, type A millennial women who want to get pregnant without the emotional roller coaster. If you want to learn how coaching can relieve stress and balance your hormones, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Jewel Bejavarpu, and I am an infertility and IVF warrior, as well as a certified life and holistic health coach. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends. How are you all doing today? I am doing super good. Happy Thursday. Happy podcast day. I have been doing some research and some shopping lately, my favorite, as I have been detoxing my life and products in order to support my fertility. I did this a few years ago, but I really just did the basics, like changing out my deodorant and using safer makeup, and that was kind of it. I didn't realize the extent to which unsafe products and chemicals really permeated my entire household, my makeup, my products, and my life. So now I am redoing my detox, going deeper, doing more research on the products I use, and sharing it with you all here. I'm going to share with you today the science behind detoxing for your fertility and practical tips like apps you can use and simple product swaps. Amazon is the best for everything, right? I highly recommend you detox from environmental toxins in your life in order to support your fertility, especially if you have unknown infertility. Toxins and chemicals can actually change your hormonal balance and affect your menstrual cycle. So hello, PMS, fatigue, headaches, they can all come from too much toxin exposure, whether that is environmental, chemical, or food toxins. These toxins can actually accelerate the aging of our eggs, and environmental toxins can affect sperm numbers or the quality of both eggs and sperm. During early pregnancy, they can increase the risk of miscarriage or birth defects, and in later pregnancy, they can affect the growth of the fetus. One example of direct connection between chemicals and fertility is the disease of endometriosis, which, if you know me, is very near and dear to my heart as I personally have struggled with endo my entire life. Several studies have demonstrated that women with a high level of PCBs or polychlorinated biphenyls who knows if I said that right, Um, are highly toxic industrial compounds, which can accumulate in the leaves of above ground plants and food crops. They can also be taken up in small bodies of fish and other organisms. So women who are exposed to high level PCBs are actually three to four times more likely to develop endometriosis. So there you have it. Endometriosis is directly affected by how many toxins you're taking in in your body. I know, we need to change this. But the biggest issue with these chemicals is like is that they act like estrogen in the body. So estrogen dominance is one of the most common hormonal imbalances that we see in women today. And I've been affected by estrogen dominance. I know so many of my clients have been affected by estrogen dominance. And we know that if one hormone is out of balance, it affects all the other hormones and your body systems, like your liver, your brain health, your adrenals. So for example, the liver, it's a filter. It literally detoxifies our body, protecting us from the harmful effects of chemicals, 
bad bacteria in food, environmental toxins, and helps our eliminate our bodies of excess estrogen. So anything that impairs liver function or ties it up, um, the detoxifying function of our liver will result in excess estrogen. So that's exactly what's happening. These toxic chemicals go in, our liver gets tied up, it can't function well, it gets slowed down by these toxins, and then it can't detoxify us of the normal toxins in our body like excess estrogen, right? And so the excess estrogen builds up. And we see so many women with excess estrogen or imbalances between progesterone and estrogen, which can then throw off your thyroid, your adrenal glands, and it's really just a super delicate hormonal dance. The thing is, is that these chemicals and toxins aren't always noticeable in most of us, right? We don't have a reaction right away. Or at least most of us don't put on that MAC Teddy lipstick and break out in a rash. We also don't notice a difference in how we're feeling, at least not for a long time, right? Um, But slowly and quietly, these chemicals do build up in our bodies and our brains and our livers over time. So a lifetime of having these toxic chemicals in our bodies can really hurt us. A study exploring environmental exposures on IVF outcomes suggests that phylates can actually lower pregnancy rates and the number of eggs retrieved while increasing the risk of pregnancy loss prior to 20 weeks as well as premature birth. So this stuff is really no joke. And it affects our men too, right? Exposure in men has been linked to higher levels of sperm DNA damage. So this is really, I think, like, when I'm detoxing, I'm like, I'm detoxing for myself, I'm detoxing for my husband, I'm detoxing for my baby's future, my babies, but also their babies, right? This is, like, generational. And I remember when I first heard about detoxing for your fertility and getting clean products and all that, and I really, honestly, I got so overwhelmed with how many chemicals I was exposing myself to on a daily basis, I did nothing literally nothing. I was like, oh, that's great. And I gave up before I even tried to figure it out. I just figured why bother changing my habits and my products, which I like, when I was still going to get exposed in so many dozens of other ways. So for a long time, actually, I did nothing or I would just do like the bare, bare minimum. Um, And this is why our mindset plays a huge role in our fertility. I didn't process or recognize my thoughts that contributed to my feelings of overwhelm and apathy. Because I didn't have that awareness, I didn't change my habits. So I didn't help my fertility. So what did it take to change and do this full-fledged detox after three years of struggling with infertility? My thoughts, they changed. My new thought is I'm going to control what I can control. And yes, I cannot control a lot of the toxins in our outside air, the chemicals HOA puts in the grass, but I can take some pressure off my body by doing my best and making these informed decisions. Another reason was after years of infertility and now IVF, I'm staring my transfer in the face like it's happening soon and I really want it to work and I'm committed to doing whatever it takes for this transfer to work. And if it doesn't, well, I have improved my lifestyle and health long term, but I also know I have done everything I could have. But I hear you. I hear you all in the background being like, it's so hard. 
And changing your makeup, changing your shampoo, your conditioner, your skincare routine is no joke. And I get it. I'm a curly-haired girl, and finding the right products is a ton of trial and error and a lot of money spent. But just take it slow. That's all I want you to do. You don't have to go all in if you don't want to, or go all in either way. But do what works for you, even if it's just one product switch at a time. So... Now to the practical aspects. I want to give you a list of some of the product switches that I have made or I'm currently working on making and some alternatives to try out that I found. This is what I needed two years ago. I needed um, someone who I trusted, someone who you know knew what they were talking about to recommend me products because I just didn't know what else to do right? I didn't just want to read an article on the internet and get products from that. I want to, I wanted to know from someone who knows her products, who knows that, you know, what's going to be the healthiest for me. So this is it, my friends. Here it is. And by the way, I'm not going to tell you to read all the chemicals on your products. That's what someone told me to do two years ago. They were like, okay, here's all the list of chemicals that you don't want. Go read your products and figure out if they have them. And like that was so overwhelming for me. So what I've done recently, and I am going to tell you some chemicals to look out for, um, like big chemicals to look out for in your products, just so you have that base knowledge or you can reference this podcast if you are doing this. Um, But what I've done this time around, which is so much easier and a lot more fun, honestly, is I got an app. It's called Skin Deep and I got another app called EWG, okay, Environmental Working Group. Go download those apps right now. We'll wait for you. Scan your favorite products and it'll give you a rating from one to 10. One the best, 10's the worst. You want to stay in that one to three range. Ideally, one or two, as that rating is considered the best. So the higher number you get, the the more harmful chemicals there are. And not all products in the same brand have a similar rating, but you can generally find brands that have overall higher ratings than others. So just try it out. Go download it right now. And caveat, you don't have to change everything at once. Like I said, You can literally just do one at a time. And I honestly suggest you don't change everything at once. You don't do an overhaul because I'm the kind of person that's like a little bit, you know, picky. And I say, well, I'm going to finish up this product. And when I finish it up, I will buy clean. And that's totally okay. Like really the big key here is to get informed and to know that there's other possibilities, other alternatives out there that that could be better for you. So let's start with beauty and skincare. First, check your nail polish, check your body lotion, check your deodorant, and toss the label if it lists chemicals from the phylate family, DBP, DEHP. I'm going to say those again, DBP, DEHP. And you can also check out the show notes um, or the transcript. I'll have all of this written down in there. So check your toothpaste, check your shampoo, check those bath bombs, the bath salts, the bubble bath, the shower gels, and toss it if the label lists laurel sulfate or SLS, and toss it if the label says sodium laurel sulfate, S-L-E-S, okay? Now, 
check your conditioner, your foundation, your concealer, your facial masks, those were tricky, skin creams, and throw it out if the label lists anything from the paraben preservative family. So methyl, propyl, butyl, ethyl, okay? Check your soap, your hairspray, your eyeliner, your talc, your shaving cream, your hairspray, and say goodbye to anything that contains chemicals from the armine family. So that's DEA, TEA, MEA. Okay, those are the products. Those are like the chemicals that we don't want to have. Again, if you just check those apps, you don't have to get bogged down by the chemicals. Just go by the pretty green numbers. That's what I like. So now like products that you do want that are healthy for you. Here are my go-to brands for beauty and skincare. Pretty much no Bath and Body Works. I'm sorry, my friends. And no Lush. I know, right? I was like, blush, bare minerals is the top of the line healthy for you, right? They're marketed that way. But unfortunately, when I got this app and I started checking things out, most of their products are either a six or a seven. (gasps) Right? I feel you, mama. It's so sad. So here's my go-to brands for makeup. My go-to one is Beauty Counter. I love their stuff. Another two things I like are Beauty by Earth, which you can get on Amazon, and Crunchy. Okay, my lotion, I just use coconut oil. You can also check out Everyone, Osea, or Poofy. For face care, again, I use Beauty Counter. I also use a cure. Um, you can get that like Whole Foods, Sprouts, um, online, Pixie at Target actually isn't bad either. And Osea, again, sunscreen. Now, this is like the big one that I've done, especially living in Florida. Um, check out Think Sport or Badger. Nail polish. I had like no idea nail polish was bad for you until I started doing all this thing. And Essie, I'm sorry, my friends, not going to cut it. So try Ella and Mila instead of Essie. Chapsticks, Burt's Bees, just ingredients. Deodorant, Just Ingredients Primal Paste. I use Kopari and I love it. Or Primally Pure. Toothpaste. I know. Um, Hello is my, is my go-to brand. Or Desert Essence. Remember, try to get one without fluoride. I know your dentist will probably not like that. But fluoride actually disrupts your thyroid hormones. So you want to check that out. Um, you also probably want to check out your petroleum jelly, toss it, bath bombs, bath salts, bubble bath, face masks, floss, condoms, menstrual products, all other things that have high concentrations of chemicals. For menstrual products, I changed over to Diva Cup like six years ago or maybe seven years ago at this point, and I have not looked back. I love it. And I use it along because I have a very heavy flow. Um, I use it along with Thinks underwear, um, which are amazing period panties. So those are like the beauty um, and bath section. Now let's go to cleaning and chemicals. This is what you're going to want to throw out. You're going to want to throw out your bleach products. So Comet, Ajax, Windex, Lysol, air fresheners, plugins, those Glade plugins, those scented things in your car, cute toilet bowl cleaners, scented toilet bowl things, um, any of that stuff, replace it with equally effective and biosafe cleaning products. My go-to is Branch Basics. 
She's amazing. Find her on Instagram or Norwax. They do some really awesome cleaning packages um, if you find a consultant. Um, Amazing stuff. Home and kitchen. Okay, this is another big one that I didn't ever even think of. Um, Was plastics. Your Tupperware, your spatulas, your kitchen utensils, your plastic bowls. Change to ceramic, change to stainless steel, change to glass. Any Teflon or non-stick pans, those are also, every time you heat them up, they're releasing chemicals. To make that non-stick stuff is chemicals. So change it to cast iron, which we have been loving lately, where it tastes so much better, the food does, or stainless steel. We've been changing out all of our um, pans, all of our like spatulas, our flippy, flippy thingies, whatever they're called, to stainless steel, okay? And then I know a lot of people are like, oh, don't use stainless steel on a nonstick pan. Well, if you get rid of your nonstick pans, then you can use stainless steel on everything. Um, Plastic water bottles, even non-reusable or reusable plastic water bottles, especially non-reusable, but also your reusable plastic water bottles, change them out for stainless steel or glass. I literally just bought a mason ball jar, like a 32-ounce one, a big one, and I bought a straw. And that's my newest water bottle. Plastic baggies. So this is something that I haven't changed out yet because we're finishing up the ones that we have. But I'm going to change it when I do. I have them in my Amazon cart right now to Stasher. And those are silicone-based plastic baggies that you can um, wash and that are much better for you. And plastic wrap. All that saran wrap, that stick wrap. Change it out for bees wrap. Okay, and those are also reusable. So like, as I said, I'm in the process of literally throwing out all of my plastic Tupperware when I became an adult um, and got an apartment. I inherited all my grandma's plastic Tupperware and I've been using it since, my friends. So you can only imagine how many times this plastic Tupperware has gone in the dishwasher, gone in the gone in the microwave, all these things. And I am tossing it all finally and replacing everything with glass. I also bought ceramic and glass storage containers and we're changing out our pans like one at a time, as I said, to all cast iron. Um, another thing that we have so much of is like spatulas, stirring bowls that are plastic and now we're buying stainless steel or another good option is wood wood stirring spoons for all of those things and slowly getting rid of all of the plastic that we have. So even if you don't change everything right away, even if you don't change out all your home and kitchen stuff, pretty much the rule that we follow is plastic does not get anywhere near heat. So do not put anything plastic in the microwave. Do not put anything plastic in the dishwasher. Why? Because when plastics, even BPA-free ones, get near heat, they let out harmful chemicals that act like estrogen and thus decrease your fertility by causing hormonal imbalances to chromosomal abnormalities, to birth defects, or developmental disabilities in babies. And while more manufacturers are choosing to sell BPA-free plastic water bottles, it is still a component found in many water bottles that are made from type 7 plastic. So this study that I just read published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences from scientists at the University of Missouri said that using BPA-free plastic, because that's what I always thought, right? BPA-free plastic should be okay. 
but they're saying BPA-free plastic products could be as harmful to human health as BPA plastic because um, and harmful to brain development as companies have switched out BPA for BPS. And they did a study and found that researchers found that in mice, this caused decreased sperm counts and less viable eggs. So let's just get rid of the plastic in general. (laughs) Things you don't think of, my friends. So there are so many other little tidbits in here that like, oh, like, yes, we think of the chemicals that we clean our houses with. We think of um, the makeup and the products we use. We think of the kitchen. But these are some of the things that I just like did not cross my mind of like, oh, these are chemicals as well. Candles. I love me a good candle. I decorate with candles. I know, right? Like they smell so good. I love the pretty little light. I love the decoration. But most candles are made out of paraffin wax. What does that mean? It's a petroleum waste product that is chemically bleached. So it's like you have some oil that's bleached as your candle. And when you burn it, you're creating highly toxic oil, which are carcinogens. And so when it's burning, you're just burning oil and the soot that's released from these paraffin candles are the same soot that is found in diesel fumes of cars and this can be dangerous at secondhand smoke so pretty much when you're burning a paraffin candle it's just like you're second someone's secondhand smoking in your house I know. I saw that and I was like, oh, no. Um, So instead, what I have done to detox my house of candles, even though I love them, is I've just been buying candles made from soy or made from beeswax, which are much safer for you. Another thing that I just didn't think of is your air filters in your houses for your AC, right? You want to change this as frequently as possible. And because often the air quality inside our homes is even worse than the air quality outside our homes. So better yet even, get an air filter. And the one I recommend is called Air Doctor. The last thing that I didn't even think of is our water. I know, right? I've always been like a tap water girl. Like I grew up being like, we don't need any fancy water filters. Like we just drink from the tap. Like we're hardcore. Yeah, now I know. Hardcore and hormone disrupted. Um, water, get a water filter and filter your water. Um, because the water also has a lot of chlorines, a lot of chemicals in it that you that are also endocrine disruptors. So my friends, Let me know what questions you have. Let me know if you have any like new products, any new ideas of products that you are loving right now that are clean, that get that one or the two on the EWG or Skin Deep app. And I'd love to hear about them. I feel like almost we should just make like a huge community database. I think I'll do that in my Facebook group. So if you want to get down on this big community database of clean products in my Facebook group, um, you can go to Empowered Infertility Community. You can find that on Facebook. There's, I'll put a link in the show notes. And if you are wanting to support your fertility, not only by detoxing, but also support your emotional health and your physical health while going through infertility, then you're going to want to get in on my one-on-one coaching program. I actually have only one slot open in June. One. 
So if you want to get this one slot open in June, oh, and my prices are going up on June 15th, right? So if you want to get in to this one spot in June and you want to get under my current prices, then schedule a strategy session with me. This is like a super free, super fun session where we'll do some coaching. You'll get to see my coaching style. You'll get to see if we both think we're like a good fit for each other. You can ask all your questions that you have of what it's, what it's, work, what it's like to work with a coach. You'll get kind of a feel for the whole thing. And then we can decide if we want to work together or not. Um, and that would just be like 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching to help you get pregnant without the emotional roller coaster. So I will also put that in my show notes if you'd like to schedule a strategy session or join my Facebook group. Friends, have a wonderful week and I will talk to you later. Goodbye. If you love this podcast and if you have liked what you have heard so far, I would love it if you could leave me a five-star rating and review. Reviews help others find this podcast and help them get the strategies that they need to thrive during infertility. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. If you want to take this work to a deeper level, then I have the perfect coaching program for you. Go to www.simplyjewel.com forward slash empowered infertility to learn more about my signature one-on-one coaching program. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fertility Life Coach Podcast. See you next time.